You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Dear Slim, I sent you my podcast, but you still didn't listen. I sent you two tweets back in autumn. You must have blocked them. Maybe I typed too fast when I jot them. But anyways, forget it. Is that a new album, man? Adam and I will review it too. Hopefully it's less dumb. I know you probably hear this every day, but I was your biggest fan. Until that album would rain, man. Anyways, I hope you listen to this, man. Subscribe, maybe leave a comment when you can. Maybe listen weekly. Truly yours, your favorite podcast. This is G4D. rapping at its finest there so fun <laughs> hey what's going on everybody you are tuned in to another episode of grounds for discussion, discussion. this lovely be- beautiful absolutely gorgeous guitar player sitting oh. right across from me is adam say hello to the beautiful people adam hello Nice. Nice. I, I, I was not expecting that. You should hang on to the guitar more often. Yeah. During uh, the podcasting. I have I have the capo on the fourth bar, which means I can do any Smith song you'd like to hear. <laughs> Some girls are bigger than others. Or how about little like And of course, this person who always laughs at my bad jokes and decent guitar playing, John Milky. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, it is. It is good to be back. It is definitely good to be back. Feels I look good. forward to recording every week with you, buddy. Yeah, man. Summer's winding down. Eminem dropped down. a surprise album out of nowhere. Anything can happen. And we are going to review it. It is the album called Kamikaze. Kamikaze. It's a fitting tribute Is that to... Is a metaphor for his career right now? Oh, <laughs> womp, womp. I, I'm honestly surprised nobody else has made that joke before now. Well, we're the first. Yes, yes. And probably I'm... not the last. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty interesting that it's a tribute to License to Ill, the mm. cover, Beast Boys cover. Yeah. 
And of course, on the back of that cover, Eminem's flicking us all off. Of you course, know, that's what true Eminem, Eminem does. fashion. Yeah, surprised the BC Boys signed off on that. Uh, eh, I don't know. I mean, I could see them being okay with it being him, but if it's like a newer artist, I feel like they don't have that connection with. Mm. I feel like at some point, there's been some kind of contact between the two estates. Oh, I would I'm imagine. Sure. Yeah. So, but that's a good point though, because BC Boys are very infamously actually against any kind of advertising being used with their previous stuff. They're even songs that they just completely bury. Like they're very much like against songs that are on that album. Hey ladies, I think, or girls, girls, girls is a song that's on out. Yeah. That album. So they, they used it on, uh, what's that one movie? Star Trek. They used sabotage. That's true. Yeah. And that's the, true. The Lego movie. They used intergalactic Lego movie too. That's also true. Yeah. Maybe they're getting more lax or someone's shelling out the cash. Or maybe it's one of those kind of things where they put that out there that they don't want people using their stuff because they don't want it to be just used by anybody. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So, like, the last thing we need is, like, some modern rapper to every, sample. Every kid's movie using Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. So, note... We got to take note on that, though. We got to make sure that we don't cover anything Beastie Boys-wise on the show. Otherwise, the whole podcast, the whole operation will be shut down. Shut it down. Shut it down. So, yeah, this is going to be an interesting album, I think, to talk about. I'm excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, John and I talked about um, Eminem's last album, Revival, probably one of our more uh, infamous episodes. Yes. Where's our only uh, trash it so far? Our lowest rating. Lowest rating. Lowest rating. Yeah. And, I, and Eminem hasn't reached out to us for further comment, so no, he he didn't include us on any of the diss tracks on this album either, oh. which I'm kind of disappointed by. G for DS, my D. But you know, this is this is gonna be an interesting discussion. Yeah, this is gonna be a very very interesting discussion. And then of course we'll wrap it up with music news, and boy, there's been a lot of stuff going in music Oof. these days. And then we'll talk about some other albums that we've been listening to that maybe aren't. As special to focus on as the main album of the week, but we still recommend you guys checking out. So yes. I am very, very excited, buddy. Music. <laughs> me likey music. Oh yeah, there's just there's just so much out there. And me likey coffee too. Oh yes. Cheers. Me me love coffee. Mm, yes. I'm trying to be delicate because mm. Yes, our beautiful handmade mugs from Muddy Pup Pottery. Yes. Gotta gotta promote that as much as possible because we cannot stress enough just how gorgeous these mugs are Hi, the mugs. <laughs> you know they you... are great <laughs> professionally done if... katie's the best <laughs> follow her on instagram buddy pop pottery i just gotta keep this thing forever now just a whole podcast to do it i'm now. just gonna do <laughs> That's G and D chords. Oh. Ah. Maybe that'll be our uh, transition at some point. Yeah, maybe. Right. Maybe, because we do have to work on our transitions. Yeah. We do them ourselves. Just as kind of a fun little thing. But now that we're getting more professional, starting to add more podcasts to the repertoire with our French press classics. classics. Yes, yeah. We got we to do another couple of those soon. Yes, yes, we do. I got I... some ideas. Uh-oh. No, all good, all good. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I got a t- I have a couple of albums, but 
I think you might have listened to some of them. I, I got to find out. But either way, I'm very excited to do another one of those kind of episodes. We got good feedback on that too. And if y'all haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. I review an earlier album from They Might Be Giants. And I do Boards of Canada's Music Has the Right to Children, which is yeah. excellent. Yes. Both our favorite albums, Swap It, you know, me, Boards of Canada. Yeah. Him, they, they Might Be Giants. And it was interesting having fresh perspectives into those albums because for both of us, that was the first time we listened to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very curious as to what we're going to do next. Me too. So I do have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll chat. We'll, ch- we'll chat off the mic. Off the mic. Top secret meeting. Yeah. Top secret meeting. Speaking of secrets, I felt like your Snapchat was kind of bare this past Labor Day weekend. Oh. I always look forward to snaps from Adam. Oh. And I felt like I didn't get a lot this past <laughs> Labor Day weekend. Sorry to disappoint. I, I was very disappointed. Man, this weekend was great. Went yeah. to the uh, Dali Museum in Tampa, got some really good ramen, and got to see the mountain goats. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You did all these amazing things, and I felt like you were just hiding it from me. What oh, is up with that? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hide anything. Uh, look, look, look. I did post a photo from the mountain goats concert on G4D underscore podcast. Ooh, I like all these plugs we've been doing in this episode. You like that? <laughs> you like, like that? We'll get a load of this. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Mountain Goats played at the Orpheum in Tampa slash Ebor, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, and they did none of their new stuff pretty much. They did really? almost all, all their old stuff. Nothing off goths, which is crazy. And then they brought out um, a guitar player named Eric Rutten, who is of, um, he was in Hate Eternal. Okay. Morbid Angel, a couple other big heavy metal kind of bands like that. And he did a guitar solo on the best uh, heavy metal band in Denton, and it was awesome. And he played on an autoclave, too. So. And it was a sold-out show, right? It was sold out, yeah. Man, that's amazing. And Carrie won free tickets to it. Yes. Yeah, it was It was a great Just a li- great living the best life here. I, I want to be as passionate as John Darnell is when he gets up and plays music. You can just tell he loved like every single minute of it. Like he was in his zone and it was a great, great show. The little bit of footage that you did share with me, it looked like one heck of a show. Although I kind of feel bad for you. I felt like you had a pole right in the middle there. Yeah, the venue's kind of set up a little weird. There's like three poles that are just kinda of like in the middle of the area. I don't know. It was it was bizarre. That is very bizarre. Yeah, I spent m- m- a lot of the line, most of the opening act, actually, uh, Al Riggs uh, mm. in the merch line, but he was really, really good. Mm. I signed up for his email list, so hi, Al, if you're listening. <laughs> um, we, we we know he is. We're, we're, we're gaining more followers and, subscri- and subscribers by the day. Yeah, it's Shout exciting. out to all the new people that keep on joining in. Hi, friends. Keep on spreading the love. Spread that love. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I felt like what you had shown made it look like one of those kind of shows that would would be in your top five. Yeah, it was it was a great night. Yeah, and any uh, they're on tour currently right now. So if you are a big Mountain Goats fan, I would highly recommend going to see this show because they're doing pretty much everything off their old albums. So it's a shame they didn't come around here to Orlando, but yeah, you know, Tampa's not that far. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. it was it was about like an hour and. 15 30 minute drive so okay. that wasn't bad now what else did you do did you do anything else besides the dali museum oh uh, what else did we do um on labor day went to disney 
you 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 did the typical. I did the typical. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, the typical Orlando millennial thing. <laughs> yeah, it rained like all day Monday, but like we yeah. avoided the rain each time, so that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, how about you? What what was your uh, day of laborless look like? Well, I also did the Orlando millennial thing, and on Monday actually went to SeaWorld. Oh, cool. So never heard of it. <laughs> Inside joke. Anyway, the. <laughs> the theme park at one point had the tropical storm coming through and we were watching sea lion high at that point mm. and it was m- myself my wife her sister and her friend and they pretty much we all got poured on oh no and it was one of those kind of things where we thought we were covered but because of the storm like i don't think i don't think enough people outside of florida really understand like how crazy a tropical storm can get because that rain was like reaching in there like just it almost rains, like it rains don't you every di- from me it rains in every direction yes exactly it's like oh you think you're safe we'll think again psych reaching right in getting us all wet i felt really bad for the baby but she was fine you know she was totally cool with it she liked seeing the animals i don't think she entirely got it in the show Maybe just because we were kind of far up. Mm. But she did enjoy seeing all the animals. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah, it was, it was just so adorable. She was just so fascinated with all of them, especially the dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins are really Dolphins are amazing. They're really yeah. great creatures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a good day. I mean, we didn't stay the whole day. You know, that's just what happens when you have a 10-month-old. But for the most part, it was a, it was a really, really good day, minus the rain. So... And then let's see what else did I do on the weekend? There was something I think you got I was something you uh, new. Yes, didn't you? Thank you for reminding me, buddy. As a late birthday present, shout out to my mother-in-law for totally crushing it this year for my birthday. What up, Em-in-law? <laughs> uh, she got me a new turntable. Ooh! So I got a Audio Technica Bluetooth-enabled turntable. Very cool. So now you have two turntables and a microphone. Yes. Fulfilling the prophecy of that. Like, that's true. Beautiful. That's very, very true. That's very, very true. I, I, I wonder what that gets you in the Church of Beck. <laughs> you get loser status. Yeah. I'm a loser, baby. Anyway, the... <laughs> I, I, I just love that you're still sitting there with the guitar, by the way. I, I'm, I'm trying to take it off and not hit the microphone, but also... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, t- typical guitar player. Just always playing something. Always playing something. <laughs> yeah, man, you tell me about your weekend, your record player. It is actually kind of nice ambiance. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, it's a great record player. Hooked it up to some uh, speakers that I had left over. So now I'm getting a really good sound. Of course, I tested it out this past weekend by listening to what? Boards of Canada. You know me all too well, I sir. I know you too well. <laughs> all too well. Yeah, listen to the album Tomorrow's Harvest because I, I knew there were going to be some specific tracks on that album that would just sound really good. And at one point, I had the house to myself. So what did Daddy do? Crank it up. <laughs> Crank it up. Made myself a drink, and I listened to some music. Nice. Yes. It was it was, it was was only for a little bit, but yeah. it was it was worth it. You know, That's I had good. my uh, risky business moment. Oh, man. <laughs> Why do I? All right. Adam, what yeah. is wrong with me? Why do I always I know, touch you tell me. Luigi here? Waluigi. Don't Waluigi. insult sorry, him. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Waluigi. He's already got Why so I... much shade thrown on him. The least he could do is get his name right. 
<laughs> Why am I always touching this figure? I don't when know. I'm here? He's super cool. Yeah. yeah. He, he really is. Uh, is this an amiibo? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's an amiibo. Oh, okay. It'd help if I actually had a, you know, a Wii, but I don't. Well, it's uh, okay. can they be used on Switch? Um, I don't have one of those either, but yes, apparently. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I cool. mostly bought it because it was cool. How cool would it be if they actually had minions in the new Super Smash Bros. I game? would cry. <laughs> minions join the brawl. The other figure here is a minion with a anti-Guru sign. Anti-Guru. Down with Guru. <laughs> now, one might say he might have an anti-M&M sign. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It almost looks like an E. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty decent segue there, Paul Blart. I think we're going to jump right into the album review. Eminem, Kamikaze. I feel like we don't need to really give an introduction to Eminem. Everybody knows who he is at this point. Yeah, he's the he's the Slim Shady. He's the real Slim Shady because all the other Slim Shadies are just imitating. Please stand up. Please, Please stand, stand up. up. Please stand up. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> May I have your attention, please? Well, the real Slim Shady, please stand up. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, the good old days. The remember old those days? days? I remember when we were angsty teenagers. <laughs> yep. Oh boy, those those were the days. But you know what was not the days? Oh, Eminem's. the days I had to listen to this album. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Revival, listening to Revival, those were definitely not the days. Eminem's previous album, Revival, needs to be mentioned before we get into the review of this new album because, who boy, was that album awful. Easily like one of the worst albums I've heard in recent memory. Also, our only trash it. Our only trash it here on the show. So, Eminem, <clears throat> you get that honor. I'm sure he feels so. So, so relieved oh, yeah. to know that we hate that album so much because he even mentions it himself on this new album, which is some sort of redemption for him. This is kind of a, I'm not going to overthink this one and I'm going to come back in and I'm going to kind of give people what they want. And Adam, did this album give you what you want? No. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that, sir? Oy vey. Okay. Um, it it's interesting. So this album dropped as of today, uh, last Friday. So over a week, and a lot of the comments on it have been very mixed. It seems to me, from what I've been seeing, if you are a true diehard Eminem fan, this is a breath of fresh air for you. For anyone else who doesn't see it that way, this is the worst thing ever. Yes. So the question is, why do Eminem fans like this album so much? I think that's the ultimate question we need to address at the end. But I will say this, and I did, I believe, say this similarly on Revival. Eminem's flow, his beats, his style, his presence is incredible. I think when you cut all the BS that was on Revival, aka all these like solos and like featured artists and stuff. Eminem really shines here with his rapping. I it's amazing. And I think as he gets older, he only gets better 
with his flows. And I think that is something very important to note. And I think, which is why a lot of people really like this album, because maybe they're not reading into what he's saying more than, oh, wow, Eminem just said that really fast and cool. Like, oh, wow, he's back. Like, some shady, man. He's going, he's going. And I think that's why a lot of people like this album a lot. But as far as the content of it and the direction and the topic choices and how it's presented, it is a, you know, kamikaze pilot. You're supposed to hit the target and destroy it. And he does not hit the target. Mm-hmm. misses it so so he he did not sink that battleship. he did not he did not sink he that did battleship. Not sink that battleship i'm right there with you buddy uh i might like this album a little bit more than you and we'll find out not, once yeah, we get not, to not to say thoughts. i didn't like the album there are no, definitely no, elements no. of it that shine and one of them yes. being eminem himself yes um you're you're hitting all the right marks you're hitting all the right things that Eminem did not hit with this album. And for me, you mentioned that there's a lot of the diehard Eminem fans who maybe they've been there since the beginning. They grew up with them. You know, they dyed their hair blonde and, you know, played them on their Sony Walkmans and whatever else was going on in that time period. I can't even remember now. The 90s just feel like such a blur. I know, right? But ultimately a very popular 90s band as well <laughs> yeah but ultimately this is him trying to get back to basics in some sort of way which when we reviewed revival we said that that was the exact direction that he should go and i'm glad to see that i don't think this album takes it to the next level doesn't take it to the level that it should but yes you're right a lot of eminem fans hardcore big fans or just fans of his older stuff are going to find things to appreciate here. Now, of course the one big, one big thing that helped him out with this album dropping when it did was that LeBron James came out and like put out this tweet, just praising him up, you know, just basically calling him the greatest of all time and all this kind of stuff. And of course that tweet itself got so much traction in the social media world. And it, it kind of was one of those kind of things where like, Oh, if somebody like LeBron James says it, well, then it has to be good. Mm. He's recognizing the greatest of all time, Eminem. And that's a that's a phrase right there. That's not really what I believe. But this is one of those kind of things where, yes, it is a step in the right direction. But there's still a while to go here. Yeah. Because ultimately... As we'll discuss, there are quite a few things that need to change. It's time. Yeah, there's there's definitely a narrative inside this album, and it's interesting to see like where Eminem is kind of going with it. I feel like with Revival, there was nowhere to go but up at this point. Mm-hmm. So Eminem's main focus on this album is, I don't care what I say or how I say it or what I want to say because it doesn't matter. I'm my own kamikaze pilot at this point because this... I don't care if I crash my career releasing this. I don't care. I. It's a major F you to all the haters in the world out there. And that's exactly what this album is. This is a, hey, I realized my previous album sucked. This is me coming back. I don't even think he thinks it sucks. I think he realizes that, you know, I think he was really passionate about it. Yes. And I but- think... He also admits on this album at several points doing things to appease other people. And I think Mm. that's what Revival was. It was a, look, 
I've got to do something to get people back on my side. So I'm going to pull in people like Beyonce. And I'm sure and people, Sharon. too, told him to do that to get his own reputation or whatnot back up. And got to be Absolutely. relevant. Em, got to feature those artists. And that That's exactly what that album was. It was a struggle to become relevant again. Mm. And it didn't work because of that. Eminem is one of those kind of artists that, unfortunately, I think he does one thing really really well he might even be the best at it but when he's doing it there's nobody else better than him in the game and him on this album deciding to go back to what he does really well and that's be that angry rapper that angry white boy rapper i should really have sit in there too um he he this is this is where his truth strength lies mm-hmm. would you agree with that yeah when he's Eminem, he's Eminem. Like, he's, yes. like, like, like I said earlier, he's got the flow, he's got the production down, he's got all the elements that made him what he is today, but I think he needs a guiding voice and a principle to say, okay, bud, let's figure out what we're going to talk about here. Because the album, although it starts off, you know, kind of F revival and f the critics and it turns into this weird like okay now i'm gonna try to pander to my fans and try to remind them why they like me so much you know you have this the songs about you know murdering like his girlfriends and stuff similar to his older albums you have the uh the hate speech if you will to others about you know the hating on other rappers who might have um better record sales currently than eminem does now I found it really interesting. There were a lot of like hidden Kendrick Lamar things on this album. I don't know if you heard a lot yes, of that when you were the, listening. There was, and some of them are actually just flat out in the open, and some of them are a little bit more subtle. Yeah. It's like he recognizes that there are some truly great rappers out there, but he just decided to go off on a whole bunch of other ones, ones like Tyler, the Creator, Earl Sweatshirt on the song Fall. Mm. And which uh, features uh, Justin Vernon from uh, Bon Iver. Yeah, and he dismissed that song like as soon as the album came out. Too. Oh, yeah, because it's got homophobic slurs in it. Yeah. Although I feel like that's not even the worst thing on this album, which we'll get to in a moment here. And he just decides to go after all these rappers. Why? Because he wants to. There's really no reason for him to do it. And it's not even, like, a genuinely great diss track. Well, also, too, you know, bringing back to the theme of kamikaze, it's like, at this point, what else am I going to do? I know that if I want to try something new in a direction that I want to do, people are going to like it. If I try to do confirm with the norm of people, they're not going to like it. So I might as well just say whatever I want to say about these people, even if it's not true or I don't mean it, because it's going to stir up this controversy that once made me popular. And that's all it is. Yeah. It's but so it's not, see-through. But, like, at least with his older stuff, he was attacking the media and attacking, you know, other rappers he actually had beef with. But, like, it doesn't seem justified. Like, his other stuff, yes, maybe it was offensive to some people, but it was justified in his, you know, criticism. Yeah, and it's just not even that great of a diss track either. Yeah. Like, it doesn't reach the heights of what Pusha T did with his uh, beef with Drake. 
Oh, like, yeah. Still, still the best diss track this year because he just held nothing back and just totally owned him. Yeah. Add on top of it, too, Machine Gun Kelly came out with his own diss track against Eminem, mm. and that was so much better than this track as well. Just calling out Eminem for all the ridiculous stuff that he was saying and been doing recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's not only is it just a struggle to be relevant again, it's also him just so focused on his legacy. He wants to constantly remind you on this album just how good he was and how when he was in his prime, he was the best in the game and that he's going to go down as one of the best of all time. He even has a song with a really, (laughs) a really heavy handed metaphor to Muhammad Ali calling himself the greatest. Also, just really poor chorus in that song too yeah really thankfully his rapping on it saves that song from just being abysmal but it's just you're listening to it and you're kind of like okay i i I get what you're trying to do here this is you trying to be like my legacy is important y'all can't forget my legacy yeah i might be getting older i might have had a really bad album last time around but i'm still important in this game and i'm gonna go down go down as one of the best yeah, he's kind of tooting his own horn here, and it's, it's he's he's become like that old person who's just yelling at his kids. Hey, I was, <laughs> you know, the old guy. He's just like, hey, they don't make rap music like they used to. And I remember when I was so great, and just like, you can make that sure in songs, but there's other ways to hide it and say I'm the greatest in something, and just flat out saying I'm the greatest. Remember me, or at least get a better chorus going, right. or base your song merits on why you're the greatest person as opposed like make an album that proves you're the greatest. You don't have to say it because if you say you're the greatest, people are not going to gravitate towards that because it's like, Oh, this guy's just too cocky, whatever. When it comes to going back to the basics, be humble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's one thing you can take from Kendrick Lamar. It's that, but when it comes to going back to the basics, he also kind of reverts to creating some tracks that he would have done in his prime. There's a track about him and his love life on there that includes some really like awkward lines to hear now about her him like hitting her in the face with a baseball bat. Yeah. I know that there will be Eminem fans fans out there that'll be like, "What? He's always said misto- misogynistic stuff in his lyrics." And you know, they'll, they'll defend it here or there, but I think it's kind of tone deaf now. Yeah. And, and the problem is with it, too, is that, like, it's not only tone deaf, it's also too realistic. And I'll come back to that point about being realistic with something else that happens on this album as well. It's too realistic because it sounds like actual abuse as opposed to him saying something like, Hey, kids, want to see me stick nine-inch nails through both of my eyelids? Like, there's not a humor to it. It's more – there. When he, what's that one song where he talks about – murdering kim oh i i i know what you're talking about i can't think of it but you know how like not true that song is yes there's a funniness to not a funniness because it's terrible but about you know but you know what i mean yes i i know what you're saying there is even acknowledges that as terrible as this is to say there is a playful element to his songs about murdering people (laughs) 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 but this just sounds too real and certain points it's just like okay, I'm going to beat her with a bat and throw her in the closet. Just like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, someone might say, well, she hits him with a car. And it's like, yeah, it that doesn't make it any better. And I think going back to that, like, you know, when we're when we were our age when Eminem came out, like, what, our teens? Yes. Like, okay, you listen to those older songs and you're just like, haha, that's funny. Okay, whatever. But now as we get older and mature as mm-hmm. Eminem fans, it's just like, okay, this is a little too much. But at the same time, you can go back and listen to the other ones. You're like, okay, you can tell he's kidding. Yes. Kind of thing. But this is just like, oh. And I think that's the main problem with this album is there's no maturity from him. There's none whatsoever. It doesn't seem like he could have made a really good album if he didn't. I feel. What am I trying to say here? No, I, I, <laughs> you know I, what I mean. I know, like I know what you're he saying. He could have made such a better album that yes. blew that threw him back into his center of career if he tried something potentially new. Yes, there's nothing wrong with going back to what makes you work to your fans no and i think what makes him work is his flow and his lyricism yes in that regard and the way he presents it but like the topics and stuff i think eminem needs like a new guiding voice he does to push him and say hey man you can't talk about that stuff anymore it's time to move on let's figure out something that you are passionate about that you do want to talk about and present it in x way i also feel like there's only so much critic bashing you could do too like, at one point, I'm listening to the album, I'm just kind of like, okay, I get it, Eminem. The critics have not liked your re- recent stuff, but you don't like your recent stuff either. Right. Like, if the whole album wasn't pretty much a bash on Revival, it would be one thing. If he had one track on there that acknowledges it, see, it would be more Eminem to not talk about it. Yeah. I think that's what he should have done. Like, sure, you can have one track that's like, F the haters, Revival was great, whatever. Yeah. But, like, just... Just ignore it and just show like how much you don't care. I think that would have been more Eminem than this. Now, when he actually gets kind of real and kind of personal on the track Stepping Stone, I was like, okay, I appreciate this. And maybe this is really what he needs to do. I mean, the guy's what, 45 years old now. I think his daughter's already in college, you know, like you've, you've made so much money. You've won Grammys. Like, I almost feel like. Maybe a career introspective isn't the right term that I'm looking for here. Who's reflecting? Yes. Yeah. yeah. An album that's reflecting on himself would have been really great because then he could have tied it in with the whole legacy thing that he's doing. Like, I'd be kind of fascinated to see Eminem kind of take an album where it's like it's almost a behind the scenes look behind him, the rise, the fall. The good moments, the bad moments of yeah. Eminem. Because if there's another thing that's missing here, it's really his personality that he would bring to his older stuff. I haven't really felt his personality in a while. And I think that was a, one of the things that really attracted people to his earlier stuff as well. I don't think that's really there anymore. It's more about Eminem, the persona. Yeah, and it is about where he is now. So I also want to elaborate on a couple of other things here, too. You mentioned the lack of humor, which I completely agree with. This is still Eminem just taking himself way too seriously, and he needs to drop that. I get it. He's not at the career. He's not the point in his career where he can dress up as Batman and Robin with Dre like he has in the past. But this album badly needs some humor, really, really badly. It makes those awkward moments of 
murder and terrible slings not better but like you can't just like your whole album you can't just use derogatory names at people and then just like make it serious i you know a lot of rappers do use that derogatory you know f this person you know yeah my d all that kind right of stuff. but it's it's almost like it's not serious like you can tell there's like a humor ish kind of thing yeah. behind it the, 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 there it is. just sounds like Eminem is straight up attacking them kind of thing because there's a lack of, ah, he's just kidding, you know? like Yeah. I don't know. Going back on that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Because even we could complain about his older stuff too and be like, okay, well, he talks about, you know, homosexual people derogatory, but like, is that right of him? Is it wrong of him to do? Well, it was definitely a, a different time and things have definitely changed. I just think that, like, if you're going to go that route, you need to be more self-aware. Yeah. I think it's one of those kind of things where you need to recognize that it's a flaw of yourself. That's where I think he can possibly get away with it. I'm not mm. necessarily a fan of that. And it's yeah, not me, me trying either. to be self-righteous, but it's just because it's usually just the same dumb comments it's a it's a big part of his music yeah so so if if a fan out there really wants to defend it i feel like you have to at least do it in a more creative fashion than he does here mm-hmm. just flat out tell telling like artists to ssd and stuff like that it's just kind of like all right like that's that's really big especially since they haven't done anything to him i think that's where it's kind of just like okay like i mean I know he used to make fun of, like, other celebrities, too. But, like, there was a humor. Like, oh, what's a good one? The um, ass like that. Yeah. So, Miss Gwen Stefani, will you pee-pee on me? Like, that's... Yeah. It's terrible to, to say that, but, like, it's kind of funny yeah. in some way. It, Eminem is one of those kind of artists where, like, depending on who I'm talking to, I'd be embarrassed to say, oh, I really liked him growing up. Because, yes, those kind of things would not fly right now not whatsoever right but he did it at that time and maybe it's because we were younger times were different all that kind of stuff we took it as a sense of humor a sense of like joking you know we didn't treat it like serious yeah that the without me the video you were talking about he disses like so many celebrities in there yeah i mean at one point it was just like i don't i don't care about anything nobody is safe it doesn't matter what you believe in, how famous you are, yeah, you know what your sexual preference is. You are going to get made fun of, and now it just seems like okay, well, you're you're using that as a crutch. Hmm. You're not really evolving what you could say about these people. Yeah, it hasn't matured. That's yeah. that's really kind of what it boils down to. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, before I get into my final thoughts here. The other thing that's just really, 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 really missing from this album is just a sense of fun. This really isn't a fun album to listen to. And I think we need to address the fact that these beats aren't really anything too special. There's not really any beat here that's very memorable to me. Yeah, it's a lot of, the like, highlight more beats. is his voice. I don't know. The trap elements I was okay with, I think. Yeah, because it made sense. It's like okay, Eminem is kind of making fun of the times of you know the, the what's popular now. 
yeah. but he's doing it in his way. I so I was okay with like the trap elements because I think it worked in some way, but it's I think we can jump in our final thoughts here. But like yeah. a big thing for me with this was the lyrics and the content of stuff, and just it made me feel uncomfortable. Where his old stuff we can joke about and laugh at, like for some reason now that I'm older, a little more mature, the world has changed, like you said. I just don't feel comfortable listening to some of this these lyrics. And maybe it's just because Eminem's a 45-year-old man. He's not, you know, 30 anymore saying these things. But, like, it just feels awkward. And just, like, I can't get through that and past that. And that's my personal preference. Longtime Eminem fans, if you're cool with that, that's all you. But I can't really support any of that. But as far as the album itself, I think there are definitely enjoyable elements to it, especially with Eminem's flow. Like he kills it. Despite what he says in these songs, his, you cannot deny he is, you know, as he wrote a rap God. So I think he needs to do a hard sit down and figure out, okay, there are elements of this album that worked here. are The elements that didn't, and I'm going to knock it out of the park the next time. And hopefully that's what happens. And I'm going to give this a, Oh God! It's either a leave it or a stream it. I think it definitely warrants a listen, but I don't think I will be coming back to it. So, if that's the case, I will give it a leave it. Yeah, I'm I'm conflicted too. This is one of those scenarios where, yes, I realize what would draw people to this album, especially the diehard fans. But we talk about this quite a bit with a lot of albums that come out these days where if you just look at the album from a surface level perspective, you can enjoy it a lot. I can see a lot of Eminem fans getting back into him, regardless of whether they you know, have liked his recent stuff or not, but really feeling like, oh, yeah, this is this is the Eminem I know. Like he's back with a vengeance. I can see a lot of Eminem fans just looking at all the things that, you know, are going to are going to be important to them like the flow and his lyricism and all that kind of stuff they're just going to see that and they will be perfectly happy with that you are going to have plenty of people that are going to see that kind of stuff and they are going to be all set the problem is i can't just look at it from a surface level perspective yeah, I mean, also, too, if you're coming into it, never listening to an Eminem album before, you're going to be like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? Yeah, and the thing is, when you really take a deep dive into this album, it doesn't warrant repeat listenings. And it's really ultimately just for the fans that have been clamoring for his old stuff. Because this is probably the closest he's ever come back to doing his earlier work. Mm-hmm. And I think... There are several things that don't work. The misogynist aspects, the homophobic slurs aspects. But then there's also two skits on this with, uh, I guess it's a character called Paul Rosenberg. I guess, I guess he's supposed to be playing like his agent. Yeah, his manager yeah. or whatever. And he pretty much on the first call, you know, is talking to M and he's like, you know, why are you going to create this album where all you do is diss people? And, it, and I heard that track and I was like, okay, so maybe he's kind of aware here. Maybe as this album evolves, he'll become a little bit more self-aware of what he's doing and be in on the joke. But then there's a follow-up skit and it's Eminem saying, oh, I found out where this one critic lives and I'm driving to his house. 
that's pretty much how the skit ends. It's never followed up again on the rest of the album. And it sounds uncomfortable, especially in the times that we live in. We're just recently here in Florida. We had somebody shoot up a Madden tournament because they were ticked off that they lost. Mm-hmm. It's a little too real now. So if you're going to go that route, if you're going to do something shocking, you gotta you got to go crazier with it. you got to be funnier with it. Yeah, it just seemed like a threat more than it did. Like if he, if he, did. If he did something like, I'm going to go to this guy's house and strangle him with a garden hose and turn the water on until it explodes. Something stupid yeah, something like that. So like ridiculous just to show it's like top. a joke. Like, yes, I'm pissed, but I also I can be funny about it. Exactly. I think that's to your point. That's what it's missing. It's it's missing so much. I am over this Eminem that's being super serious. And this album really for me is just subpar overall. And I'm not saying I didn't get any kind of enjoyment from it because I did. There are some tracks that work. There are some tracks that don't. This is very much the definition of a middle-of-the-road album. It's not his worst, but it's far from his best. And it's one of those kind of things where I feel like even the people who do like it are going to die off of it soon. This does not have lasting appeal. And that's why ultimately for me, I'm going to be a little bit nicer usually not this nice but i will give it a stream it only because i think he's earned enough grace to deserve a listen to it yes i agree and then partly for my reason of leave it is yes it list it warrants a listen but at the same time i'm not going to come back to it yes i and i agree with you on that too I'm, i'm not coming back to this after all this either yeah and yeah it's just one of those kind of things where i'm giving it a stream it not because I'm afraid of Eminem driving up to my house, but just the simple fact that I think it's one of those kind of albums that you can listen to, but you don't need to listen to multiple times. Yeah. So, and that's why it gets to stream it. Mm. Oh, that Venom track, right? Oh, boy. oh my gosh. Oh, boy. If that's any indication of how the movie's going to be. Oh, I know, right? We're in for a ride. <laughs> yeah, right. All right well, to- you know what I was thinking of, too? I, I realized why they chose him. I guarantee you there was some like stuffy movie executive board meeting where they were like, well, Venom is about this anti-hero, so we need the anti-hero of rap. Let's get Eminem. Yeah, that's exactly how that, that board meeting yeah, went. Yeah, that's exactly how it went down. I can't not wait to hear that song play over the end credits of the film. Mm, like a tug. <laughs> I still can't believe that's an actual line. I'm in the going movie. to rip your arms and legs off <laughs> and then throw it to you. You'll be like a turd. <laughs> Bring me Spider-Man. I will crack his back. <laughs> oh man! We should do a podcast just narrated in every Tom Hardy voice. Just do Tom Hardy voices for the whole thing. <laughs> what did you think about the new Eminem album? <laughs> I thought it was particularly <laughs> It will be extremely painful <laughs> for you to listen to Eminem's revival. <laughs> I will give it to you, the people. The people. All right. Speech, speaking of giving uh, news to the people, I think we got a couple... Little uh, splurs of news splash. Ha! We can't be the first people who've done that before, right? Oh, so good. No, we're probably not. But you know what? I don't care. Yeah. 
F the haters. <laughs> yeah. Or kamikaze them. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I, it was a nice Beastie Boys reference, but it's like one of those kind of things where... More like, like... license to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know it's not going to suck, Adam? Um... <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> Adult Swim is coming back with their singles program oh, for 2018. That's cool. Yeah. And there's actually going to be quite a few great artists that are going to be appearing for this program as well. It's interesting that their booting is back up again so soon after their previous one had ended. But great artists that you and I both enjoy are going to be doing tracks for this, including JSOM. Ooh. Com Trues. Ooh. Yeah. And Autexture will also be on there. Like, this is a really good lineup. And the first track that they have dropped is from Father. It's called Fashionista. Check it out. Like, this is one of those kind of programs that I love. Like, maybe not program is the right word, but you know what I mean. It's like one of those kind of like freebie things that sites do, whether it's like give out mixes or podcasts and stuff like that. This is one of my favorite ones out there because they always choose really, really interesting artists. And it always kind of just is a good way to broaden your horizon. One week you could have one thing and the next week you could have something completely and totally different. I always recommend this to people. I think it's one of those kind of things where it's like, look, it's free and they're always exclusive tracks. Yeah, they're really cool. Got to check it out. Something you really, really have to do. So, you got anything further to elaborate on with that? Hmm. No, I'm excited for the Adult Swim tracks, too. They're yeah. usually really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I know last time they closed it out with the Flying Lotus track, which was really cool. And um, I know that, what was it, Thundercat did a track last time as well, too. Yeah. Which was also oh, really cool. Um, have you heard uh, Ariana Grande's cover of Them Changes? I tagged yes. you in on Twitter the other yes. day. Yes, yes, you um, did. She was That's on the, exactly what I was leading into. Oh, great. She was on a BBC radio program, mm -hmm. I think, last week, and she did a cover of Thundercats Them Changes, and it's really, really good. Yeah. She has a great voice. Oh, yeah. I, I've never disliked Ariana Grande, and I've actually heard her most recent albums pretty good. Yeah, I think she was like a – I'm not sure if she was like a trained Broadway singer, but uh, – Oh, I can believe it. She's yeah. got fantastic range. Carrie showed me like a couple of videos of her singing like some show tunes, and she just knocks it out of the park. So, so, so this is this is a little side note here. But while we're talking about her with this topic, did I ever tell you about the time uh, there was a Orlando City game that was going on, and when it had wrapped up, the Ariana Grande concert was going to be starting at the Amway. Oh, and <laughs> was that Amway or was it at a? It was at Amway. Yeah. And I remember walking back, and they had um, not not tricycles, the workout bikes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they're called, and they had a bunch of them lined up, and it just made me kind of like a little bit like nauseous because you know what that song "Side to Side" is yes. about, right? Yes. And in that song, she's she's riding those. But, I mean, like, most of her fans are little girls. Oh, uh, yeah. And just, uh, just, it felt awkward for something like that to be out there. Like, I don't know, man. Eh. I don't know. Like, it's, I just remember seeing that, and I was like, what the heck is going on? This just, I don't know. This just drives me up a wall. I don't I don't know what I'm going to do when my daughter starts listening to music like that. I, I wouldn't, 
I would not allow her to be on hey, there. Hey, Dad, guess what? I got this new artist to show you. His name is Eminem. He's oh, really geez. cool. <laughs> I'm going to stick nine inch nails in my eyelids. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there'll be somebody Because Eminem worse, told though. me to. <laughs> there will be somebody even worse. Yeah, I just, it was like one of those awkward moments because they were all like dressed up like her and everything like that. And it's like, you are way too young to be dressing up like that. I don't know what I'm going to do when I become a father and have to deal with things like that. Makes me nervous. I'm sure it'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm sure it'll be okay. But, And I know it's many years off, but still, it makes me nervous. Uh, but on to, well, it's less happier news. I think it's definitely an in- interesting discussion to have here. So Nas recently responded to his former wife's, Khalees, uh, recent abuse allegations. Oh, boy. Saying, quote, I do not beat women, quote. He pretty much had a lengthy open letter and pretty much accused Khalees of being verbally and physically abusive. So, okay. There's been a lot of stuff that's been going on in the news. And there's been a lot of, you know, like if an artist slips up, it's kind of like you got to grab the pitchforks and go after them. This, I think right here is a good case of if you don't want to listen to Nas's music or even Khalees' music because of the things that have allegedly been going on, fine. So be it. But I think this is a great case of where sometimes you need to sit back and wait for things to kind of figure themselves out. Yep. In the meantime, there are plenty of other good rappers out there who are above this and don't do that. So go listen to them, support them until this all gets figured out. It is terrible on both sides. And I think that's all we need to say about that. Exactly. Exactly. I just I just thought it was important to bring up because these days, the second somebody does something before it's before they're even proven guilty, it's like, well, they're the worst person ever and I'm never buying their music ever again. So I just think, like, let this thing clear. If Nas is guilty, he is then, a terrible yes, person. And he's a terrible all... person and all that good stuff. But at this point, like, I'm waiting for more information to come out. So I agree with you there, sir. I think that's all that needs to be said. And that's all I've got for news. But do you have anything else? Um, I'm looking at a something right now, and it looks like that Apple Music is going to publish its own top music charts. Whoa. So it will be a, um, so basically like their streaming service starting to post uh, basically what's been top played on there. So that will be very interesting. Yeah. I know like in their, you know, their old platform, you know, the iTunes store, it kind of shows you who bought everything. So it'll be interesting to see who's buying music versus streaming and kind of, which songs are being streamed more than bought or if they could be the same. So more to come on that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Very, 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 very interesting. I'll be very curious to see how that pans out, but it makes sense given this current streaming environment. Yeah. And also really quick, um, this happened a couple weeks ago, but um, Kyle Pavone of We Came As Romans uh, passed away and just wanted to do a quick uh, rest in peace. We Came As Romans, uh, I guess they're more hardcore metalcore band. They're really good. I like them a lot, and just want to give a shout out. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. Very, very sad. So, well, I know we're kind of ending this on a little bit of a downer. Yeah, but let's give some people some uppers. Yes. On final. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. We're almost out of coffee, so we gotta fine, fine, final ground. The final grounds of my coffee are almost out, so we gotta knock this out of the park here. <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, I've got quite a bit of music that I've been listening to. Quite a bit. Yeah, there's some good stuff out there right now. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a. There's no singles for this yet, but um, Clarence Clarity. He's like a DJ, artist, rock. Not even rock. It's more like. It's like DJ-esque kind of experimental stuff. He released an album in 2015 called No Now. Uh, it's really good. And he's releasing a new album, I think, later this month or next month. So I'm looking very much forward to that one. So if you like weird experimental kind of music, check him out. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Tom York is doing the soundtrack to the upcoming Suspiria remake. Ooh. And he dropped the first track called Suspirium, and it is quite a great track right there it's very haunting filled with just this like trickling piano and really really just gorgeous hair raising falsettos by tom york on the track it's if this is an indication of what the rest of the soundtrack is gonna be like i'm very excited to listen to all of it i've never seen that movie have you i've never seen the original one no i like i've seen clips of it Mm mm-hmm but I've never watched it from beginning to end. I think the original one was done by Dario Argento. That sounds right. Yeah, it's because it's an Italian horror movie. Apparently, this new one's going to be different from it, but it looks really good. I just, I'm probably not going to catch that in theaters. Yeah. Those are the kind of movies that I'll watch at home. Huh. But hopefully, it'll come on like streaming services like Netflix or Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, I want to recommend uh, when I saw The Mountain Goats last week. I the opener was Al Riggs and his album We're Safe But For How Long. I've been listening to that recently and it's really, really good. So if you like kind of like similar music to the Mountain Goats, kind of acoustic, you know, ballad-ish with some rock elements to it, definitely check them out. Sweet, man. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Next on my list, I have the latest album from Yves Tumor. And oh boy. Oh boy, this album is intense. I really want you to listen to it because I'd be very curious to think what to hear what you think of it. Mm. Because damn, this thing just hit like a ton of bricks. Um, I had the name here. Sorry, the phone is acting up, but let me get this back is right it here. It's safe in the hands of love. Yes, there you go. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And I've listened to this thing now front to back, and it is just such a unique listening experience. It's his first album on warp and it just sounds like nothing else you ever heard of it is just all over the place like it is he can just do all these different genres it never ever stops and it's just almost relentless hmm. and i i'm just really fascinated by it every once in a while there'll be an album that'll come along where i'm just so intrigued by it and this is going to be one of those kind of albums that i think you're going to see a lot of people praising and it's going to end up on a lot of best of lists, I think, as well. So I think you should check it out. I'm very curious to see what you think of it, too. Sweet. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have a talk about it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think so. Is there anything else you got? Um, yes, I, I, I do have maybe a couple more. But, you know, I'm, I'm like really down to the last final grinds here. <laughs> and I've actually been listening to this one artist called Sweeps. Oh, sweeps. Sweeps. You know, sweeps, like you're sweeping. Yeah. 
sweeps. And this is instrumental hip hop right here using a lot of samples and things like that. It's the album called Civilization. It just dropped in 2018. And I've been really enjoying this album. You know, it's a short listen, only just over about 30 minutes. But if you need a good chill out album, this is the way to go. Cool. Okay. And I do I have time for one more? Yeah, one more. Okay. All right. One more. One more, he says. All right. My final one that I wanted to bring up here is actually a local artist here. So these people actually, they have ties to UCF, I believe. And the album is called The Interplanetary Acoustic System. So this is kind of like not your everyday listening album. It's got jazz elements. It's got spoken word elements. It's kind of just like this. It's hard to quantify type of album. But I wanted to give a shout out to some local artists here because that's one of the things that we don't do enough, unfortunately, in our show. And I feel like we need to correct. Yeah. And I think this album is very, very interesting to listen to. It's, like I said, just very, very hard to quantify. Um, and it's just one of those kind of things I think you just need to listen to for yourself. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. But hmm. I feel like you're going to enjoy it, buddy. And I feel like some of our other fans will, too. Cool. Well, if we're going to talk about local bands really quick, I want to talk about the pauses. You ever heard of the pauses? I have. I yeah. have. You actually showed them to me. Yeah, they have an album called uh, Unbuilding, which just came out a couple of months ago. So definitely check them out if you want a good local music Orlando band. Rock. Sweet. I'm very jealous of the lead singer's Mustang bass. I'm extremely jealous. Mustang bass? Mustang bass. It's a short scale bass, very punchy in tone. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's one of my favorite basses. Ah. There. Wow. And it looks like an original, so very jelly. <laughs> very jelly. <laughs> so, so jelly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think next week we're going to talk about the new uh, Paul McCartney album. Oh, yeah. Egypt Station. Uh, I'm excited and nervous. Yeah. It should I mean, be an interesting ride. I, You know you know me. Love Paul McCartney. You know. Yeah. I, we fan. both have seen him in concert. Both have seen him live. I'm, you know... I think he can either be hit or miss with his later albums. There was an album that he put out a couple of years ago that I thought was really great, and it was even nominated for a Grammy. I can't remember it offhand. Uh, but, yeah, knowing that he has a song called F You. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, makes me a little nervous. Well, so I'll listen more next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen more and next week. I don't know. Maybe we'll go back to doing two albums next week. We'll have to see. Yeah. It, 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 it depends. It depends. It's going to be a busy week next week. It sure will be. Sure will be. And just like every other week. It's oh, yeah. Busy. I'm going to go see Paul Simon. Oh, yeah, week. that's right. Yeah, yeah September 11th. I'll be quite a night. Yeah, Whew. I'm very excited for you. His last show, right? Last one? <sighs> yep. His oh, last man. tour. Oh, that's a shame. Well, hey, man, I want you to enjoy it. I want you to enjoy it. And we'll so, talk about all that. And more on the next episode of Grounds for Discussion. And we say bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of G4D, Grounds for Discussion with Adam and John. Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4D podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. 
May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks. <laughs>